0: On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you
1: by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at SCSEALING.com, Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, All State Insurance Agent
0: Mike Light, EC Agency. Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets,
1: Blake Kreps. As the calendar inches closer to January, we hopefully also inch closer to wrestling season. The schedule is now out and official, and it is January 6th. When the Jets will hope to start the season with the red and blue duel. Navy and red kicking off the season. At 6 p.m., we get st- started getting you ready right now on episode 25 of the JetCast. And, of course, we're joined once again by head wrestling coach Ryan Smith and uh, reciprocating what Coach Spence did for you guys uh, with the wrestling match. You've got the uh, the Jets basketball mask on today. It looks good on you, Coach.
2: Yeah, I had to give him a little shout-out, you know?
1: <laughs> I, I understand. He's so, got I, that limited blue, and, I, I, you know, yeah, it looks good.
2: You guys going to have any, any
1: uh, uniforms with, uh, with the powder blue this year
2: i've actually we're working on a singlet right now and just like some of the other teams did we got a we got a t-shirt floating around out there so
1: you know the the guys the guys kind of like it i mean it's it's just kind of refreshing they're kind of bringing it back here might become the coach spence may have started something here at newman um first of all coach welcome back how good does it feel to finally have a date to have some clarity you know when your miaa matches are you know when the national championships are uh, how comfortable does it make you feel that you know this season is actually going to happen.
2: Well, I don't know how much I don't know how much more comfortable it makes you feel but um it at least you have something out there on a calendar um you know what that first competition is and you know hopefully what that last one is. So, yeah, it gives us something to plan around and and go from there.
1: So, obviously, uh, in the pandemic, all these teams are trying to stay healthy, trying to stay out of quarantine, trying to be be able to be out at practice every day. How successful have you been in keeping the wrestling team healthy during this era of pandemic? Uh,
2: We were were pretty successful up until about a week ago. So (laughs) um, we had – we actually had a group of guys that were going to be going to U23s this weekend in Omaha. Um, we decided to pull out of that on Monday. So, you know, it just, it just didn't make sense to sure. to send those guys over there and, and the little bit we had going on within the team. Um, just take a couple of weeks off and get back out. Well,
1: obviously, you know, with wrestling, you guys are like probably the least socially distant sport ever. And I know that, you know, wrestling is not something like basketball – where you can go out and shoot baskets on your own with wrestling. You kind of need somebody to train with. How difficult does it make, you know, to keep – how much more of a challenge maybe is it to keep guys safe in your sport than maybe some other sports in, in dealing with coronavirus?
2: Well, I think you got arguments on both sides. I mean, like you just said there, I mean, that's probably the the common – the common thought process but at the end of the day i mean when you look at wrestling you got you got one guy and another guy so i mean the the tracing piece of it is a little bit easier um you know we have a we have natural pods within you know weight classes you got a group of guys that are only going to go with each other every day um so For the most part, we feel like
1: we've done a pretty good job um, of keeping those pods and and keeping the
2: guys safe.
1: Let's talk a little bit about this roster of Jets that are going to be the leaders on your team for this year. You've got five seniors on the roster currently. We've heard a lot about Tyler Lally. obviously. Had him on the Jetcast last time. Got to talk to him. Obviously, he's got very high expectations for his final season. But also Nate Panagakis, Noah Perkins, Mario Rodriguez, and Jacob Stoneberger, also guys who are in this senior class who need to be leaders and point scorers for this team. How are those guys coming along, and how are they providing leadership to the Jets?
2: well you you mentioned guys like jacob stoneberger and mario rodriguez those guys have just been workhorses from us you know from from day one um and they were they've really been a part of that group that has kind of you know just just jumped us forward as far as where we've been the last few years and and they've seen everything from the bottom to the top really um so out of the five that you listed there i i think three out of those five will come back um for additional, you know, for their, for their give-back year. Okay. Um, you know, Noah Perkins redshirted last year, had a great redshirt season. Um, and then, so, Jacob Stoneberger, he'll go on to chiropractic school. You know, he's not going to put his life on hold to wrestle one more year. And Mario Rodriguez is kind of in that same situation with his student teaching. So, um, you know, they're, they're they're coming in, doing their do- jobs day in, day out. And it's, it's um, they're just... <laughs> they're, I mean, anything
1: you ask them to do, they're going to do it. This is episode 25 of the JetCast. We're talking with Ryan Smith, head wrestling coach for Newman. How much of, it, how much of a game-changer is it to get a senior back potentially like Tyler Lawley for the give-back year and have a guy like that in your program for one more season with the opportunity to you know to score – points for you to, to lead the team for another year. I mean, that's such a huge opportunity for, for you guys that you, you know, in a normal situation, he's just done. But to be able to bring a player, a wrestler like that back, how much of a game changer is that going to be for you next year?
2: Well, I think it's, I think it's huge if it ends up being a give back year. Um, right. I mean, there's a lot of question marks out there right now. Um, you know, it's in his eyes, it's not a give back year because he got last year taken from him. Um, so there's that's all true. you have to look at it from a holistic view instead of just you know looking at oh you guys you guys are lucky you get you, you get another year this year well that's not necessarily the case he missed out on a national tournament last year um, where he was going to get you know hopefully you know four matches in sure um, so I mean there's a lot there's a lot that was lost there but at the same time I mean we're wrestling I mean if you look at our schedule we're wrestling basically five weeks six weeks there's not a whole lot of wrestling that's going to happen with within that period of time
1: how so, much more pressure on these individual guys knowing that each individual match is so much more critical just because of the limited amount of competitions well
2: it's going to be huge because the way our schedule's set up i mean you're re- you're basically wrestling a regional matchup um about every time we step on the match so they're going to have to be they're going to have to be there they're going to have to be they're going to have to have their mind right and they're going to have to be ready to go
1: let's talk a little bit more about this roster When you look up and down uh, on the roster and see where these guys are from, you have been really uh, hard on recruiting the MIAA footprint, a lot of guys from Kansas, Oklahoma, right here where the MIAA is, Nebraska, Missouri. How much of an emphasis has that been for you? And how impressed are you with the quality of kids you can get out of the Sunflower State and, and right here in the, the center of the country?
2: Well, you're in the mecca of wrestling as far as Wichita, Kansas goes. And um, you're 100% right. We've been reaching out. I, I think it was probably about five or six years ago we started picking up a few more Okies. And um, every year we try to add to that, to that mix um, but we always have a pretty healthy mix as far as you know, right here in this local area. We always try to hold. I, we're not held to any standard there, but we're we, we naturally we're right around that forty fifty percent
1: mark, and then and then we fill the holes from there. So, Cameron Frame is another guy who is expected to have. Very lofty aspirations this year. Redshirt junior, Wyoming transfer this year. Obviously, one of those guys that went up to the national championships and was not able to pursue another banner here for fugate Gymnasium. Talk about what he has to prove this year on the mat. What are you looking forward out of uh, Mr. Frame? He's just he's just got to keep
2: doing his job day in day out. And I don't have any. There's no doubt in our mind that that he's not going to be there. Um, y- you know, he's he's that guy. He's that you know. We in the past we talk about that guy. We've had Dustin Reed in the past. We've had Tyler Meese, Noel Torres. Um, you know, now we have you know both Lolly and Frame in those in those leadership roles, and 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 that's the exciting piece of it. Like we talked last time, I mean, we try to one up
1: ourselves each and every year, and and that's what we plan on doing this year. Well, and the next guys who are going to be trying to one up, obviously, would be one of your five freshman jets that are on the team as you look to piece this thing forward. and, and you've mentioned. The steps that you have taken, winning the national championship last year, your late run in the MIAA uh, to to get some MIAA wins, and now this year wanting to start competing in the conference with even more of the MIAA teams. Which of those freshmen is going to be the next one of those guys that you mentioned? Which one of those has the potential to maybe step up and and hang another banner here at Fugate Gymnasium?
2: Well, uh, wrestling's a little bit different uh, (laughs) than, you know, those other team sports where, I mean, you, you take a freshman you're throwing them to the wolves you're, you're, yeah, you're trying right. to figure out where they're going to land. so <laughs> let me get through a couple of duels and we'll answer that question but i mean we're we're, we're pretty impressed with the with the younger group um, you know, but it is what it is we'll we'll see, where, <laughs> we'll see what it ends up looking like
1: well, uh, any decisions on red shirts that need to be made this year? any guys thinking about red shirting? Obviously, with this being you know po- possibly a give back year, does that maybe discourage you from from using red shirts? Well, I think I think with the the way the the way the um, NCAA
2: manual is looking now, I don't know I don't know what a redshirt year would look like for anybody this year. I mean, it's a give-back year for everybody. Then you get in those. Then all of a sudden, you're talking about six years later on. Um, so it's kind of going to be a mess in that regard. Sure. So um, yeah, I mean we'll have we'll have a few guys that that redshirt, but it won't be. I mean, it's not documented this year, of course.
1: Now in the past here at Newman, you guys have kind of been able to cultivate a pretty exciting wrestling atmosphere for your home matches. And I remember coming out to the MIAA championships that you guys held, uh- Really sad that the conference can't figure out a way to make that a thing because I I really felt like that was a great event with all the schools coming in and and competing for my double A championships. I I, I thought I think that there's something lost there by not having that event. And then senior night last year obviously was so explosive, the at least 85% of Fugate Gymnasium was full. Is there such a thing as, as maybe home mat advantage in wrestling? Oh,
2: 100%. (laughs) <laughs> who, doesn't, who doesn't? Who doesn't like to wrestle in front of the good guys? You know. I mean,
1: you, you, it's it's awesome. Yeah. Well, that being said, obviously the mandates have come down due to coronavirus. Each of the MiAA wrestling facilities, I think this holds true for basketball as well, is going to be capped at twenty five percent capacity for their normal attendance. Which at Fugate, uh, the uh, capacity is one thousand one hundred and ninety seven. So we're looking at you know just about two hundred fifty three hundred fans that will be allowed in. How much different is that going to be and how much of a challenge will that be not being able to have the gym packed with students and fans like you normally would and having to wrestle in front of a a mostly empty gym, which, you know, based on what you guys have been doing and built to is not something that most of these current wrestlers are going to be used to, at least here at home. Right. Well, I mean, we'll
2: make it work. Um, We don't have any other choice. So it'll be a little quiet, though. Yeah, it will be a lot less. Pro- <laughs> probably no glow sticks going, anything like that. Oh,
1: are you gonna drop? No, not gonna drop the the lights this year, maybe. Oh, we'll drop the lights, okay. but I mean, yeah, we'll have to turn off the lights so nobody can see how many people are in there, right? <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> That's so. right. Well, if, if you haven't come out to a Newman Jets wrestling event, they do. They darken everything. There's a light just above uh, in the in the middle of the scoreboard they use for basketball. They keep score that for wrestling too, but. Um, it shines down it's an electric atmosphere you really have to come and experience it a final question for you obviously a little bit different because normally you would have started <laughs> wrestling you know around now right? right like around november so there's always this mid-season break um how tough is that on the guys because obviously you go home and and in christmas time there's a lot of Really uh, tasty things to eat, and the turkey, the ham, the brisket, and the cookies and the pies, and you know, for these wrestling guys, obviously uh, they've got to get back in weight sure. pretty quickly ha- after that. How much of it a challenge is? How much of a challenge is that normally? And is it any different this year with Christmas break happening just about you know a week and a half before the season starts? Well,
2: I think it's going to be a real challenge. I mean, if you if you look at a normal schedule, I mean, you're right. We started wrestling this last week in um you know it's cold outside so we should be on a mat wrestling and gym somewhere (laughs) that's Um, right so i mean a guy that you normally or typically gets in anywhere from you know four to six weigh-ins in a fall semester now all of a sudden you're sending them home and they haven't even weighed in once um it's gonna make it's gonna make that first those first couple weeks of the season even more challenging so they're gonna have to they're gonna have to get on their diets they're gonna have to be disciplined they're gonna have to we're gonna have to do the right things when when they're not underneath our watch. Navy
1: and Red getting started at the Red and Blue Duels, January sixth here at Fugate Gymnasium, six p.m. If you'd like to come and see them, that is when the wrestling season is slated to start. We'll talk with another wrestler here in just a second. Coach Smith, thanks so much for the time. Hey, thanks for having us. Cameron Frame will join us next on the JetCast.
3: Hey, boss, the backhoe was stolen from the Valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night, and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead
0: tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah.
3: What
2: am I going to do?
0: I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit EckAgency.com.
3: Thank you to Don Lear Construction, proud supporter of Newman Athletics.
1: Wrestling drawing a little bit closer January 6th is now the date when the Newman wrestlers return to action here with the red and blue duels here at Fugate Gymnasium. Redshirt Jr. from right here in South Central Kansas from Goddard. Cameron Frame joins me. Fantastic season last year. 21 and 4. 7 falls. 5 technical falls with a major decision. A transfer from Wyoming and he made the NCAA championships last year. Cameron Frame joins us here on episode twenty five of the Jetcats. Uh, thank you so much for the time and uh congratulations on a
3: fantastic season last year. Thank you for having me uh, and thanks for that kind introduction Well, it was <laughs> well
1: you you certainly earned it first of all twenty one and four you know you don't have that record and, and make the NCAA tournament with,
3: without having a great year. What made you successful last year? Uh, It was a good year, and I just got to give all the props to my coaches and family and friends that have all been there along the way for this whole process. I mean, it's all built up to moments like that, and I just look forward to just keep on progressing and getting better.
1: Uh, Obviously, that had to be a difficult moment when you and and Mr. Lawley were at the NCAAs and found out that the event was not going to take place. How did that transpire, and, and what were the feelings that immediately came over you when you learned that you know not due to a loss but that your season was coming to
3: an end yeah it was it was a pretty hard one uh i mean it was it was a shocker but it wasn't at the time just watching the lead up of uh espn and everything right and, all, everything else is getting shut down. Uh, my immediate reaction was uh, I started to cry. Honestly, I was pretty upset. No, I, I I can understand that. You know, with trying to get everything,
1: you know, you work so hard for yourself and for your team, and wrestling just such a such a physical sport that you have to invest so much with cutting weight and to have it all taken away like that. I mean, you know, how thankful are you that you weren't a senior and that you get another opportunity to to try to make it back?
3: Yeah, I mean, wrestling is a very brutal sport, and it it takes a lot out of you. And I'm just thankful that uh, I still have more opportunities to keep going after my goal.
1: How much motivation do you have having that opportunity slip away due to no fault of your own to go back and
3: and have another chance at it? It definitely raises my level of uh, intensity that I have towards the sport and care and love and just how I don't want to ever take it for granted. Uh, I just look forward to it.
1: We're talking with Mr. Frame, Cameron Frame, 21-4 and four last year, a redshirt junior on this Newman Jets wrestling team set to start once again at Fugate Gymnasium, by 25% capacity, maybe a little bit more for the wrestling teams this year. January 6th at 6 p.m. here at Fugate Gymnasium is when the season will start for them. Uh, what have been some of the things that you've been working on and how has the preseason run-up been a little bit different this year? Obviously, you're starting later, but with coronavirus, obviously, that's affected everything. How prepared do you feel like you are for the upcoming season?
3: It uh, definitely has made some changes to how we want to progress and keep moving forward towards this season. Uh, we have Our coaches have a game plan of when we want to be prepared, when we want to peak. Uh, so leading up to this, uh, we're still just trying to play it by ear. I mean, everything, it's been so crazy. No one knows how to deal with this, but uh, we're just trying to take it day by day and uh, just make sure we're prepared for then in the season. How much comfort do you get from at least having a date on the calendar and a
1: schedule out on the website even though there is always that flexibility and perhaps elasticity of when things are actually going to happen? Any relief coming from the fact that you do have a calendar, you have times, and you have at least a plan for how things are going to transpire here this winter?
3: Yeah, it's a huge relief. I mean, we've been dying to hear about how this season was going to play out and when everyone was going to start wrestling and all of that and it's definitely changed we don't have a lot of the open tournaments that we typically start the season out with and get some of those easier wins under some guys belts and get more experience but uh i think we'll all be prepared i mean we just got to make more simulation matches in practice and make it more like a realistic uh like view on how practice can be so we're prepared for actual competition.
1: How have the practices been going for you guys and how motivated have the guys been to get back on the mat and and get
3: back to work? Oh, I think everyone's just been itching to get back to it. I mean with even the season getting pushed back to January, it's been crazy. Everyone's dying to get back out there and uh, just show what we've been working for. And
1: you've used the word motivation a couple of times, and uh, this, there is another frame on the Newman Jets uh, wrestling roster. Uh, Kendall Frame uh, looks an awful like a lot like you, both from Goddard. Um, now, I'm not for sure. It's not in the bio. Is that a twin brother there?
3: Yep. We're it, fraternal twins. Because
1: I'm going to say pretty close. Um, are you guys pretty close in weight as well?
3: Yeah, we're actually flipping it this year. Last year I was 157 and he was 165. This season he's going to go 157 and I'm going to go 165. So
1: what was the decision-making process like that? Was that something that you guys talked to about with each other? Did you discuss that with the coaching staff? What went into that decision?
3: Uh, We discussed it with the coaches, but it's also been something that we've thought about for a while. Uh, Like always growing up, I was always the bigger one. And once we got to be like sophomore, junior year of high school, he went a weight above me and I went a weight below him. So now it's time to flip the roll again so uh
1: you wouldn't happen to have any battles with him on the mat you guys don't
3: happen to, to scrimmage against each other would you uh he's one of my main practice partners it's been since day one ever since we started it's it's crazy it's exciting it's fun uh, how,
1: how is that a little bit more a little bit more juiced up for for those than, than maybe the normal sparring that would take place
3: uh it can be at times it depends sometimes we're uh we know each other too well where it's just hard to get anything, like getting any shots or any of that and scoring. But uh, other times, uh, I mean, we have the brotherly arguments, of course. <laughs> I mean, it happens with everyone. It,
1: it, it's, has it ever gotten personal after, after the
3: fact? No. Uh, I mean, my parents, always growing up, we made sure we were always at different weights and stuff. And even at tournaments uh, that we were at the same weight, like uh, one of the USA national tournaments we won in high school uh, – there's a twin rule so you both win so it's oh, it's, it's crazy yeah they very, don't they don't want people to wrestle they don't want to see that so very it's nice. nice
1: uh have you have you tried to use your own uh birth in the NCAA championships to try to motivate him to, to try to meet you there and, and kind of uh you know you guys can go together this year
3: yeah he's been dying to get out there and show what uh, he's got i mean years prior he's battled some injuries and uh, he's really looking forward to get back this season and show what he's worth
1: so we've got a question chain question from you from uh, last week that would be tyler lawley a senior asking you a question and what he would like to know is what's the biggest difference you've participated division one wrestling at wyoming a transfer in your mind what's the biggest difference between d1
3: and d2 wrestling there is a difference, but at the same time it 's very similar i mean we 're all still working towards that same goal of being a national champion i mean i 'd say it's it 's it 's not as demanding on the body we We get to go see our family more and spend more time and have a little bit more relaxed setting but it's it 's still a a huge like level of intensity compared to like say high school or any other sort of sporting uh, competition, I guess you could say.
1: So you are going up in weight this year. Do you feel like moving up in weight class permanently is easier than moving down in weight class for a season, or is that is that different based on the person?
3: Uh, going down a weight class is never fun because that just <laughs> means you got to lose more weight. So, uh, I mean. There's different aspects of why it could be harder, why it could be easier. Uh, I, I look forward to it. Uh, this isn't my first time going up. Uh, originally at Newman, I started at 149. Last season, I went up to 157, and this season we're going to go up to 165.
1: So maybe even one more weight jump uh, uh, coming.
3: Yeah, we'll, maybe we'll see. Find out next year. How how
1: comfortable are you at the current weight? I know that you won't have a, a real official weigh in for you know a couple of months until you know just before that January 6th date. But how comfortable are you feeling at the new weight, and, and how much have you weighed in to try to get
3: yourself gauged as to where you need to be moving forward with this new weight this season? I feel really good. I've been rolling with some bigger guys like Noel Torres, one of our national champs, and it's been going well. I'm, I'm excited to see how this season will play out.
1: How, how is that, trying to scrimmage against a national championship winner and Noel Torres, a guy who still has some Olympic aspirations, you know, we're assuming that the Tokyo Olympics are still moving forward for next year. He was training really hard for this year to see if he would make the team. Um, and I know he's still got aspirations of hopefully bringing back a medal uh, to Newman University
3: and to the United States. What's it like to have him as, as a practice partner? That's That's got to be a real challenge. Oh, it's amazing. It's uh, it's great for me. It's good to get those uh, moments where you get beat up on. I mean, it's <laughs> it's not... I'm not going to say it's not common, but uh, it, it's really good. It, it increases the amount of them, and uh, we're very competitive. And he's actually still currently training because uh, at the time – well, as of right now, they're still holding the world championship okay. championships this year for wrestling, so – He's still training for that. Hopefully he gets to go to that. So we'll find out soon. Okay.
1: And final question for you, and we'll let you go. Uh, Your goals for this season, kind of a weird season, a shortened season, a give-back year, so not necessarily going to cost you a year of eligibility this year but I know that you feel like you've got a lot to make up for because of the opportunity lost from last year. So what are your goals for yourself and also for the team as you guys have tried and and have gradually become more and more competitive in the MIAA? And I know that as a team, you kind of want to take a next step in that regard as to maybe winning a league championship this year.
3: Yeah, it's definitely one of our uh, goals. Uh, I think we all just want to show what we're – our capabilities and what we can do this season. Of course, my goal is to be a national champion. And the team's goal is that as well. I mean, that is very hard to attain, but uh, I think we can do extremely well in our region and in our conference. And I'm looking forward to it.
1: Cameron Frame, one of the leaders on this Newman Jets team, going uh, going to try to lead this team back to the national championships in March this year. Thanks so much for the time, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. We will wrap up the Jetcast when we come back with the newest member of the Newman Athletic Coaching Staff, a new strength and conditioning coach. I'll introduce you next.
0: Hi, friends. Phil Nightingale, General Manager at Mel Hamilton Ford. Have you been thinking about a new SUV? Right now is a great time to buy a new Ford at the big one of 119th and West Gallo. EcoSport, Escape, Edge, Explorer, Expedition. Mel Ford is sure to have the right vehicle to fit your size. And you know you can count on us with this great selection to find the right SUV at the best price to fit your budget. Check us out online or in person. Let us make your purchase easy with pickup and delivery right from your home or work. Mel Hamilton Ford, experience the difference.
1: Jet fans, there's a new way to stay connected with your team. Download the free Newman University Athletics app now. Sign up to be a fan, student, alumni, or booster club member and receive notifications on your mobile device on your favorite Jets teams. Schedules, live stats, live broadcasts, and more. The Newman University Athletics app is your digital ticket to NU sports. Download the Newman University Athletics app for free today on Google Play or the App Store. We will wrap up this week with the newest member of the Newman Athletic Department. Hayden Jones is the brand new strength and conditioning coach for the Jets. He has spent time at Minnesota, Texas, and Hastings College in Nebraska in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, one of the premier NAIA conferences in the country. From Houston, Texas, he is the third strength and conditioning coach in the history of Newman University. Hayden Jones, uh, first of all, welcome to Wichita, and welcome to uh, the fleet here at Newman University. Glad to have you aboard.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be out here. Well, let's talk first, obviously,
1: you know, kind of a late a, a time of year when hires like this don't normally happen. But in 2020, obviously, anything is possible. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, how did you come about getting the offer, hearing about the opportunity, and, and eventually making the decision to become a Jet?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's definitely a crazy time. Um, Minus the 2020 factor, it's literally just coming in in the middle of uh, first semester. So it's kind of been a little hectic, but um, I heard about it through uh, my boss at Hastings College, uh, who I used to work for. Um, he had a connection with Strider. Um, so I was last down in Weber International in Florida. And uh, he reached out to me, and said, hey, there's this position up here in uh, Kansas. Are you interested? I said, absolutely. Um, so had a phone call with Strider. Um, Went through the whole interview process, and now I'm here. Um, So very, very happy.
1: Obviously, Strider Blackburn, the former coach now up in Lawrence at the University of Kansas, helping to do some coaching for their women's sports. And he was one of the guys that I think that Vic had brought in and really started to transform this department, obviously. So big shoes for you to fill. This will be your first gig as the strength and conditioning coach, correct? Yeah, absolutely. How excited are you for that prospect to be not just one of the guys in
0: the department, mm-hmm. but the guy in charge of the department. Yeah, well, I'm the department. <laughs> yeah, pretty, um, pretty much. So I have an intern help me when she's been very, very helpful. But it's I'm very excited for it. Um, I've had a lot of different opportunities at Hastings. I had a couple teams myself and then assisted, but still not the top guy. And then uh, when I went to Minnesota, it was just assisting uh, Corey Peterson out there, working with uh, mainly just women's soccer. And then I helped, we helped him with uh, men's uh, swim. Um, And then when I was at Texas, it was just like assisting a program. Nothing I did, you know, nothing I wanted to, like, create or anything like that. And then at Weber, I had a couple teams, but it's still never been the top guy. So it's nice to kind of get to run everything. Um, It's very eye-opening to see all the things that go into it uh, full circle. So very excited.
1: Hayden Jones, the new strength and conditioning coach for the Jets here with us on the Jetcast, wrapping things up. A delayed season. Obviously, you come in with nothing in competition. Normally, this would be about the time uh, basketball would already be started, probably. Yeah. Most seasons, uh, volleyball will be making a postseason push, hopefully. Uh, wh- how does it make it different for you coming in when the year hasn't started yet, but we're finally starting to get some dates. Uh, you know, We talked earlier about wrestling starting up just after the year. We're just a couple of weeks away from basketball. How does that change what you need to do to get things ready for these players who are already getting ready for their seasons with nothing active going for the normal fall sports
0: yeah um it's actually kind of nice because yeah, it gives me the opportunity to um, help and develop the athletes and get them prepared for a full season um, or a half season or whatever is coming at them um, it's been such a weird time that um, i want to make sure that they are fully prepared physically Um, that when they do go play, that we can mitigate injuries as much as possible. And you've seen it, um, I mean, the NFL, when they first started, a lot of injuries popped up, uh, college, some big injuries, Um, but it's been pretty good. So my ultimate goal is here, make sure that they are ready to play. So um, with basketball and wrestling getting started soon, it's kind of going off of what Strider had them doing and kind of branching off that a little more. Where with some of the other teams, I can kind of put more of my stuff in and kind of get them more towards what I want to do and get them prepared for their seasons, which are going to be in the spring, most likely if we have the opportunity.
1: Well, h- how do you go about making that transition? Because obviously, you know, the coaches and I know from talking to they were very happy with what Coach Blackburn was doing. But mm. at this point now, it is your program. And so you. likely have your ideas how do you go about transforming that program and and start to build that relationship with the players and the coaches about what their needs are what your thoughts are what your philosophies are and trying to meld that in because obviously you know from your perspective your goals are to help the jets win championships and to put them in the best physical position
0: that they can be in in order to perform their best on the court or out on the field absolutely um well the first thing i've told every team so far is uh, it's going to be slow at first, um, but I'm here to win a national championship. Um, that's my ultimate goal. So everything I do is to make you a better athlete. Yeah, hey, I like not, this guy already. Yeah, I'm not here to make you an Olympic weightlifter. I'm here to make you a better athlete on the court or the field. Um, so with the teams that are um, like in the spring season, I'll start to implement more of my stuff. But like uh, with basketballs and wrestling, it'll be a slow transition of kind of getting them to do A little bit of striders a little bit of mine I'm just kind of sprinkling in my stuff so it's kind of a slower transition but it's more comfortable for them as they go through it's not just a sudden hey we're gonna do completely switch it up and do this because one their bodies the adaptation might be a little more might tend to get a little more sore or it might just not be comfortable for them so uh, mentally it might be a little different too so just trying to make it the smoothest transition possible for everybody
1: obviously we this won't be something you have to deal with forever we hope. Mm-hmm. But what are the challenges of coronavirus in doing what you normally do? Because, you know, the strength and conditioning room in most places is not a place where a lot of social distancing normally happens. What challenges does that provide you as a strength and conditioning coach?
0: Yeah, I think uh, one of the biggest ones is we had to cut down size in the weight room. So normally we get like a full team of um, 30 to 40 in there, where now it's, we have 18 uh, that's our max. So if we only have 18, I have to have two to three sessions of one team where I could get them all done in an, an hour, hour and 20. And now I have to spend, get three sessions out of that. So that takes three hours instead of one hour, one hour, 20 minutes. Where So that takes a lot more of the schedule. And a lot of people are like fit in in different places, working around class schedules. Um, it's kind of just been all over. That's been the biggest one. Um, obviously, a lot more cleaning, a lot more using just single equipment and things like that. Um, But I think that's something that after this is still, that'll be a great thing to take forward is just making sure, you know, we are taking care of the weight room a little bit better. We are cleaning a little bit better. Um, I just think that's something that can benefit us in the future. But I am very excited to get back to larger groups to benefit everybody. I think it helps in a culture aspect too. So
1: so how long have you actually been here? Because the hire was not made official for like last week or something. Yeah. How long have you actually been here in Wichita? Uh. F- I think I got here Tuesday
0: last week. (laughs) Tuesday last week. So are you living out of a hotel room? Have (laughs) you found an apartment? Uh, No. So I'm currently uh, just living on campus so I can get a place. Okay. um, Which they've been – very very great here and it's been amazing. The transition's been super smooth. I'm very very grateful for it, but uh drove straight 20 hour, 22 hours got here and started work the next day. Okay.
1: So. Well, so the be living on campus as you are now here temporarily to you find a house or a home or however you're going to live here in Wichita, what have your impressions been of Newman University, the campus and and kind of the life that
0: people have here in the athletic department and then the students as well? Yeah, um so just living on campus, I've kind of leave early in the morning and I leave later at night so I don't really see too many people walking sure. around um, but so far I really like just the spread out of campus everybody's been super helpful um, from even just IT IT's been great helping me out um, I've had a bunch of questions and then um, the mail uh, mail area they've been great and then I went to like the student store or the to get some gear sure and then the athletic department's been phenomenal all the coaches I've reached out to they've gotten back to me um, everybody's been super welcoming and open to you know me and what I want to do so it's been great so uh, have you gotten a chance to explore Wichita at all or have you just been too busy um I did this last week and I went to a couple restaurants so I'm a huge foodie so oh, okay I like, I like to eat a lot of food um I like to go to different places and try new things so I got to go to a couple of restaurants and try some new
1: anything things. that stood out to you in your first foray into the food scene here yeah uh,
0: I went to a restaurant called homegrown oh homegrown is a good and, one so we were told to either get the coffee cake or the Pop-Tart. We got both. <laughs> and then their biscuits and gravy was the best thing I think I've ever had oh, on Yeah, life. they do
1: have amazing yeah, biscuits and phenomenal. gravy. Yeah, thumbs up on that. So we do have a question chain question. So you're new. So uh, every guest that we have, we've been doing this for the players on their teams. They get asked a question by their coach, and the player gets to ask the next player a question. So Mo, the uh, obviously associate athletic director here, in compliance now was our last administrator on so her question to you is when it's time for you to retire and settle down from doing strength and conditioning where do you want to retire
0: to uh ideally i'd love to have a ranch in texas a ranch and so where will there be live animals on this ranch yeah a couple not too many i I don't want the ranch for the animals more just (laughs) have some animals on the ranch so what what animals any in particular that you have
1: in mind uh Maybe some cattle, some horses. Okay. Crazy. Cows and horses. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I'll let you go on this. Final question. What are your goals here for this first year, maybe this first season, uh, getting into what we hope will be a more normal 2021 in August maybe when mm-hmm. things can maybe start going back to normal, depending on how things work out. Until we get to that point, what are your goals for the first season for you here at Newman?
0: Absolutely. A uh, big one is to create a culture of um, – building better humans in the weight room. Uh, so I look at it as human performance, where when athletes leave the weight room, they get things out of it more than just weights. They get out of it things that they can take into the real world. Um, so that's what I want is every day they come in the weight room, they get something that they can take into the classroom, into real life. Um, so that's my ultimate goal is to build that strong culture. And then eventually, uh, I want to win national titles. So.
1: Uh, you know, I like this guy already. Hayden Jones, the new straight and conditioning coach here at Newman University, already started trying to fuel that jet power to a national championship. I already got one banner up there. If you get gymnasium, hopefully we'll uh, we'll so, get a couple more up there. Thanks so much for being on the yes, show. Sir. Great Thank to you. welcome to Wichita. Appreciate That's it. all for our episode this week. Obviously, we are a week away from basketball, a week from tomorrow. The season opener right here. And we'll be very basketball heavy next week. Talking men and women's hoops so until then Blake Cripps saying go Jets